You're listening to the Liberty News Radio Network, and this is the Political Cesspool. The Political Cesspool, known across the South and worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program. And here to guide you through the murky waters of the Political Cesspool is your host, James Edwards. everybody we are getting near that time nearer to christmas still we draw brett mcatee pastor mcatee from christ the king reformed church in charlotte michigan is going to close our special christmas program in the next hour by presenting the biblical account of the birth of jesus christ as he has done for so many years running had the uh, chance to talk to pastor brett earlier today he is prepared and eager now Let's get to the mail, and then Keith wants to circle back and well, try well, to cover. Well, let's do this first. Let's get it real quick. And then you got 60 seconds. Okay, here's what it is. To, with What can you analogize or what can you compare the Republican Party nominating and ready to confirm a black Ethiopian Jewish registered Democrat to one of the few congressional seats that they have open to them after getting another guy who is flawed but not as flawed as that out well what it is it's the tan it shows complete contempt for the people they're supposed to be serving it's like it's tantamount to the roman emperor nero appointing his horse as a member of the roman senate (laughs) which is what he did okay now why are they doing this? Because nincompoops, nitwits like Mike Johnson, they hear that it's a Jew and a black person, and they go into apoplexy. They think that this is the be- this has to be the second coming makes up of for him being a Democrat, I guess. Well, the thing is, if you're a Jew and a black person, I mean, you are you can do no wrong in the eyes of some fundamentalist That's nitwit right. like Mike Johnson. Because, That's right. And because of that. You know, I don't care if she turned out to be uh, Nero or Caligula combined. Uh, he would still be worshiping at her shrine because the word Jew and the word black uh, are associated in the same person. This has to be the promised child of God, okay, <laughs> coming in here to somebody like Mike Johnson. And, I, you know, I'm sincere about that. I mean, we have people that think that, you know, based on your racial and religious characteristics, uh, that's the way we're supposed to judge you. If you're Jewish, everybody else basically needs to bow down and worship you. All right, let's get to the mail. That's a good point and a good wrap-up on that. Now, I'm going to have to bring the bell back out this time because we got to make haste. Quick rejoinder, quick response to all these. We are just going through the mailbag. I want to thank everyone, by the way, everyone who has sent in a Christmas card 
everyone who has wished us Merry Christmas through email or however. Our uh, studio here is festooned with your uh, decorative, beautiful cards. And we're going to read one now from uh, Carol in East Tennessee writing, Hope this finds you in good health, all of you. And she writes that, uh, by the way, I'm enjoying American Free Press. I was surprised to find friends as writers, such as you and others. And she sent in a very nice contribution. Carol is a dear, sweet lady. And, Keith, I happened to see a stack of American Free Press uh, on your coffee table last night. They're You're reading there, it, too. Well, they're there for other people to read as well. I think we need to share them. And I agree totally with Carol. I'm glad you are writing for them. And you are, I think you're one of the bell ringer columnists for that organization. And that's no small praise because, I mean, everybody that writes for them is top notch. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, losing Twitter made me revisit the idea of doing that. John Friend and Paul Angel gave me a good opportunity, and uh, we're still doing it, doing some Q&As right now with some interesting people. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, this comes from Bill in New York. Uh, Dear James and Keith, Hello, my friends. It's hard to believe that another year is coming to a close. They seem to go faster every year. I'm happy to send my quarterly donation to support your great work, but that's not all he sent, Keith. He sent me a cassette tape that he made in 1998, 25 years ago, containing all of the Four Seasons' greatest hits. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, you know, Mike he... Johnson may worship blacks and uh, Jews, <laughs> but... You know, you, you have your own idolatry going there well, with the Four Seasons. That's <laughs> right. And I tell you what, Bill knew how to make my Christmas merry with that gift, and I will treasure it because it was handmade by him, and he sent in uh, wonderful gifts. A labor for of love uh, directed at you, Jay. Danny and the kids as well, and that's the kind of audience we've got. He closes his letter by writing, Stay strong, my friends, and please continue your vital work knowing that there are people from all over the country who appreciate and support you. Have a Merry Christmas. Well, Bill, you too, and we will look forward to seeing you, and I, I mean, hope, I can tell all the people out year. there, we may have some skeptics. James really does love the Four Seasons <laughs> above all other musical groups. Yeah, well, I, surely there's nobody that doesn't believe that. They are by far the greatest band ever made, the best music that And I think that's why people in made. the Northeast like you, because that he's one— Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons is one of them, and you're a Southern guy, and you're turning, you know, Elvis is fine, the, you know, all sorts of other groups are fine, but they all take a back seat to Frankie Valley. Oh, that doo-wop harmony, my especially the middle part of their run in the mid-60s when they started adding the brass and the horns and the, you uh, love the orchestra. Them, you love the Four Seasons almost as much as Mike Johnson likes uh, <laughs> Ethiopian Jews. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Here is a, a listener in Kansas City. So already, East Tennessee, New York, Kansas City. Mr. Edwards, he writes, thanks for continuing to deliver your doggedly positive energy on a weekly basis. Heading to work on Monday mornings is made more bearable by the thought that I will soon be seated at my desk, secretly listening to the political cesspool from the previous Saturday on my earbuds. I even listened to the infamous helium inhaling episode in its entirety. Merry Christmas to you and Keith. And that was an interesting show. We didn't even know that was happening until after the fact. But a couple yeah, of months that helium, you got to give it up, James. <laughs> Here's a local listener here in the Memphis area. Stuart writes, uh, here's wishing my brothers and friends of uh, the TPC family a very Merry Christmas. Here's to continuance of your necessary mission. Your format and leadership are much appreciated in hope of a joyful resurrection. He signs his name. Well, thank you for that, Stuart. Wonderful. God bless all of these people, these wonderful, wonderful. Uh, isn't it heartening to get things like this? Well, how about this one? You're not going to believe where this one's from. 
Merry Christmas to my TPC family, he writes, who keeps me sane, grounded, and informed throughout the year. That's from John in Hollywood, California. Well, look, why aren't people like that in charge? Look of, at this uh, wonderful Christmas card John sent to. Why aren't people like that in charge of uh, Disney Studios rather than nut jobs like Bob Iger? <laughs> why are they not serving in Congress rather than slavish toadies like Mike Johnson? I, I am pulling these just out of the grab bag because I don't want to play favorites. There is one that I purposefully went back through and found because I wanted to read it to Keith. Keith, you're going to love this when you hear it. It's from a young lady who is a relatively recent graduate of Ole Miss. She graduated in 2007, okay. so that's relatively recent for us, I guess. But um, anyway, she's got some comments, especially for you, so you'll enjoy this in a moment. Oh, I'm, is... I'm, I'm innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> Another one from California, though. From uh, This is uh, from uh, California, and Tom writes, James, we really enjoy TPC every week. And I was literally grinning all day after your last gift of your book and DVD. Please accept the small gift. Um, your show is the gift that keeps giving year-round. Well, Keith, you know, when you hear stuff like that, it really does how, mean how, more how than you falter? know. How can we falter when we have good people like that that say they depend on us? we got to come through, and we do. Every week we're here. Come rain or come shine. I want to personally thank Jim. Uh, Jim, you'll know who you are, Jim, in New York, uh, who sent in really a magnificent card. How would you describe that card, Keith? It looks like something from an Eastern Orthodox uh, cathedral, basically like the you know, the icons on the side of the uh, on the wall. Yeah, I was going to say church. something maybe from the Renaissance, but, yeah, you're on, you're on point there too. But Jim sent a wonderful uh, card for uh, my family, my wife and kids, and uh, a great gift for the kids. And, Jim, let me tell you, they were elated last night when I shared it with them. Uh, Scott uh, in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, the Scott in Traveler's Rest. Merry Christmas, James and Keith. Thank you so much for your work. Well, Scott, you have been a supporter of this work it's i think the day we uh, laid the first brick so we and don't think it goes unnoticed we really appreciate your support uh let's see what and else we support you and everything that you do absolutely absolutely listener in uh arizona who has contributed twice this month twice uh jim writes um, hi james keith and families may your christmas be filled with peace and joy plus uh, you all have a healthy 2024. Thanks for the years of informative, inspirational, and entertaining TPC radio. Yours in friendship, Jim, in uh, Arizona. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for being there every month for us. He is one of our uh, regulars. Well, one treasured of our monthly donors. Uh, this is from uh, Old Reliable. Nancy in Louisville. James, I've always been proud of you, your old friend. And I, I met Nancy so many years ago at the Council of Conservative Citizens, and anybody from those days has a very special and warm they place have a, in my have heart. I have a long lineage in this. How about the that? people you need to be respecting rather than putting down as boomers? Yeah, that's <laughs> We preach it to the choir here. I know you, you got a soft, you got a sore spot on that one, but uh, well, I don't like to say we, white people are a bare majority now, and people that insist on splitting white people apart are making sure that we uh, remain a minority voice and never effectuate any real change. Uh, listener via email writing that James, I've listened for so many years. The show is better than ever. Why? Thank you. And this comes from the Hankster in Florida, Hank writing, looking forward to seeing everyone in 2024. Well, we're going to make sure our paths cross uh, yeah. with our beloved listening audience in 2024. Uh, you know what I mean. Wow. I just opened up one and about five letters fell out. We're going to have to really get going here. Buddy in Arkansas. Buddy, uh, what a 
tremendous friend of the Been program. Been around forever. One of our, you know, stalwarts. Uh, we're not too far from remembering Channon Christian and Christopher Newsom. Um, that is right. That uh, The Knoxville Horror was something that took place in and January. God bless you, buddy, for remembering it and bringing it to And we'll never forget. Attention. We, uh, I, I'd like to think we would never forget uh, regardless, but we'll certainly never forget with Buddy on the uh, parapet there. Um he also sent a handy chart in about interracial violent crime. You see, white on black is by far the least likely form of interracial <laughs> crime, but it's the only one the media ever focuses on. That's interesting. The black on white interracial crime happens, I'm trying to do the math here in my head, if it's 547,948 instances on black on white crime, according to the Bureau of Justice Statistics of 2018, that's 547,948 instances of black-on-white violent crime. White-on-black violent crime during that same year reporting period, 59,778. So what is that? Like, what, 10 times Ten times more likely? Uh, it's, and, I, and I quite frankly question that. I think it's even more than that. 11 times more likely? Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. So no, I, no, it, no, I mean it, more like one time more likely. You know? No, well, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm saying black on white is, is at least according to this particular graph by their own oh, admission, yeah. well, 10 I, times more likely. I, I'd say more like, uh, you know, uh, uh, 100 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> well, when it comes to rape, it certainly is. <clears throat> James and Keith. 2023 has been a tough year, uh, this listener writes, with regards to health. Thank goodness he's, he's doing better. And uh, he writes uh, that, well, I'm going to save this one for when Harry Cooper's on. He, he, he specifically mentions Harry. By the way, I guess I gave away the Easter egg tonight. Harry's going to make an uncredited cameo appearance in the last Wonderful. segment of this hour. We've got to uh, let him uh, take a victory lap for bringing us out of the uh, financial straits here uh, with another great... Uh, Incentive gift. Uh, you'll hear from Harry just for a couple of minutes. Uncredited cameo appearance tonight. Harry Cooper, he's coming up. I'll save that uh, letter for Harry. Uh, this is from Brian in Texas. Dear James and Keith, please find and close my Christmas fundraising drive gift. You will notice it's an odd amount because, and this is another thing that our audience does, and I always make sure to do it and follow their instructions to a T. It is for an odd amount because I want to give a one-year print subscription of the American Free Press to a worthy listener of your choice. Please select someone who you know is deserving and maybe cannot give as much as they'd like or used to. I don't know how y'all do it. You keep delivering blockbuster program after blockbuster program, week in and week out, with new and interesting guests. And for that reason, I cannot help but to support your efforts. I look forward to what TPC will deliver in 2024. Wishing you a very white and Merry Christmas. That's Brian in Texas. And that's the sort of um, heart that our audience has for one another, even people they haven't met, especially at Christmas time. And we're going to make sure a worthy listener gets that subscription to the American Free Press. I know we need Thank to you, be Brian. brought together and not divided on age lines or any other lines. Uh, we need to reach out and make people feel welcome and nourish them with good information like the information they would get between the pages of the American Free Press. Uh, this comes from a listener in uh, Indiana. Stephen writes, I've been listening to your show for many years, and I really enjoy everyone. The very few I do not enjoy are when you go on about the South like you're better than other white people. Growing up in a small town in Indiana, all the white people I know were wasp like me. Some were hillbillies, he writes with a smiley face, from Kentucky. Uh, but we were and are still white Europeans. I still support all whites of European ancestry, regardless of German, English, Scotch-Irish, like myself. I no longer have any favoritism in America or, excuse me, patriotism in America whatsoever. I feel it is gone. Uh, 
thanks to Biden and his ilk. Just wanted to get that off my chest. Well, God see, bless. That's exactly what I say about people that try to uh, divide us into boomers versus others. Uh, and I always have considered Indiana to be an uh, unofficial southern state. And if you want, if you question that at all, listen to Bobby Helms of Indiana singing <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock and My Special Angel. If that's not a southern country voice, I've never heard one. Well, I would say to, to Stephen that we are very proud of our southern patrimony, and certainly it is near and dear to us, near and dear to us because that's who we are. And so it's always going to come first. But uh, no, I mean. We uh, we stand up for all Look, whites Indiana, across this country and around Indiana the world. Indiana has a special part place, at least in my heart. I think it's really a great place. And the thing is, you're right. Basically, it's just getting down to this: are you you know we need to stand up for white people because no one else is doing it. One more here, and this is the one I've saved for last. Listen, folks, we read every piece of mail, every email that came in, and uh, I am honored to be able to say it was voluminous. And we thank you for that. And we appreciate it all. Can't read them all because of the, the time constraints, but we will read this one. This is uh, from Katie in Maryland. And uh, Katie writes, thank you for the autographed copy of The Honorable Calls. I absolutely loved it. I also wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed your coverage of the Michael Orr story. And she talks about having been at Ole Miss and uh, towards the end of Ole Miss being great. Uh, playing Dixie, Colonel Reb was still the mascot uh, during part of her tenure there. She writes that when he was voted out, she thought the, the vote was dubious at best. And uh, yeah, an Another election fraud example. Uh, that the Confederate monument still stood in uh, the circle. She loved hearing uh, me and you, Keith, discuss the Tuies and the way they knew the author of the book uh, and the Hugh Freeze connection with Briarcrest. All of it, she writes. Also really enjoyed learning that a time to kill by Grisham was based on a true black-on-white crime. What a horrible manipulation of the situation to further the false narrative that the South is an evil and racist place. Grisham will have to answer for what he has done to make his fortune. Thank you for another great year of the political cesspool, and I'm already looking forward to Confederate History Month. That's Katie. i, I got to say that one. That is wonderful. That is great. Thank you so much, Katie, uh, and we hope to, you know, whenever you want to know, more about those topics we can we can blab on about them for hours well we'll get back into them uh, in april for sure if uh, if not before then here and there so uh that is just a sampling of the mailbag uh by the way folks still time here on this 23rd night of december if you want those christmas uh, fundraising gifts you still haven't contributed to tpc's christmas fundraising drive maybe santa's gonna leave um a little loose change in your stocking uh, we'd appreciate your considerations. We are getting these out as fast as we can. Here's a problem we've got. Now, we send all the gifts out priority mail. We pay 10 bucks to get these to you as quick as possible, and we process them a nearly same day, if not same day. The problem isn't the priority mail getting to you in two or three or four days, which is a reasonable amount of time. It's for whatever reason this month, and I've seen it coming and going, it took two weeks for our letters to hit a lot of the people when we mailed them out at the end of November. And I'm looking at the postmark. Uh, we're going to the mailbox every day, and I'm looking at the postmark for the people that are sending them back. And in some cases, it's a week or two there. So it's taking a month for uh, something to get to you and then you to get it back to us before we can send out these gifts. So a lot of these gifts are going to be going out after Christmas. I know many of you have already received them. But we've still got more to give. So uh, please uh, keep us in your considerations for the remainder of our fundraising drive, which ends on December the 31st at midnight. Uh, uh, we are still here. 
We are still producing. We're not perfect. We can always uh, do better. I, we do the best we can with what we got. I think, you know, again, some people, uh, you see this sometimes, you know, any reason not to support uh, somebody is what they're looking for. But uh, I, uh, I think that the fruit that we've produced and the amount of fruit we've produced uh, is certainly worthy of consideration. And by the way, we track all of these gifts we send back to you. Uh, we track them like Hal Moore uh, until the last man is off the field. Uh, we take a look at these tracking numbers, make sure everything is getting delivered. And uh, anyway, uh, please do keep us in mind. Christmas fundraising drive, one week remaining in it. If you have not yet donated, you've got to send it to the P.O. Box. We cannot take anything online, as you know, been deplatformed um, throughout the land. But uh, the USPS still does work, maybe a little slow right now at Christmas time, but we'll get it and you'll get it. Don't worry about that. And thank you again to everyone who has already contributed. And for those over the course of the next week who still will, uh, we appreciate it. You're going to get some great stuff from Harry Cooper. And we're going to be hearing from Harry one more time here next uh, before we go to the Christmas message. Uh, going to be delivered again by Pastor Brett Don't Mack. worry, be happy. Is, uh, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, we were talking about this a second ago, Keith, before the start of the second hour, you know, about the people donating and how much that means to us, but especially this time because the cost of living right now, it's absolutely out of control. And that's just going to be another thing that brings up evil next year. Look, everything is going. Look, when the deep state makes a fool of itself like the Republican Party has just done uh, nominating and endorsing a Ethiopian Jew who is a registered Democrat. You're really on that story. Well, the thing is, it just it's so indicative of the contempt they hold their base in and the fact that they think they can get away with anything, plus the fact that they are basically believers in an apostate religion where blacks and Jews are special people better than the rest of them. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll let you ponder that in your heart as Mary did on the night. Uh, we'll be right back. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Skip Kelly. Two Colorado paramedics have been convicted in the 2019 death of 23-year-old Elijah McClain. He was a young black man who was stopped by police, tackled, then put in a chokehold, and administered ketamine by paramedics, leading to his death. On Friday, a jury found the two paramedics guilty of criminally negligent homicide, marking the third and final trial after two officers were acquitted and one convicted in connection to the incident. The convictions highlight the legal consequences surrounding McClain's tragic death. In health news, it always seems like there's something out to get us. Laura Winters reports. In USA News for Your Health, a new coronavirus subvariant spreading that you are likely to hear a lot about. It's called JN1. The CDC estimates it's responsible for a percentage of many of the new cases in our country. Doctors say there is no evidence it causes more severe disease and that current tests and treatments are reportedly effective. According to a new report from Human Rights Watch, pro-Palestinian content is allegedly facing systematic censorship on Instagram and Facebook, with Meta's policies accused of silencing voices supporting Palestinians through a wave of heightened censorship. The advocacy group documented over 1,500 instances of takedowns and content suppression by Meta, stating that the company's inconsistent enforcement of its policies led to the erroneous removal of content related to Palestine. The report raises concerns about the impact of censorship on free expression of views surrounding the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. 
As holiday travelers take to the roads this weekend, they are encountering average gas prices of $3.12, which remains largely stable compared to Friday and slightly higher than the national average a week ago, reported at $3.07 by AAA. Drivers in Texas and Oklahoma are experiencing the lowest prices at $2.69, and California retains the nation's highest prices at an average of $4.59 per gallon. This is USA News. Attention timeshare owners. Tired of the financial stress? Were you misled by the salesperson? Don't or can't use your timeshare anymore? If any of these apply to you, then you may qualify for timeshare cancellation and get the relief you need now. Timeshare Defense Attorneys is the number one affordable fixed fee legal solution in the country with an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. That's certainly better than my grades. They even offer a 100% client satisfaction guarantee. Let one of their experienced lawyers evaluate your case and explain the problem. If they take you as a client, they'll work on your case until it's resolved in your favor. Guaranteed. Expect great service and a close working relationship with your lawyer, keeping you informed every step of the way, protecting your rights, interests, and even your credit. It's that simple. Even a kid like me can understand it. The consultation is free. Call today. 800-875-1853. 800-875-1853. That's 800-875-1853. It came upon the midnight clear That glorious song of old From angels bending near the earth To touch their hearts of gold I want to thank again everybody who's contributed to the show this month, those who still will, everybody who sent us in a piece of correspondence, couldn't read it all. We'll try to read a little more next week as well, Uh, but we do value it all just the same. And now let's take a look back on some of the uh, highlights from 2023 here at TPC, both on the air and outside of the studio. I think, you know, one thing that just uh, for me that was so special was to uh, be able to have a hand in... Uh, the Honorable Cause, which was the book that uh, debuted on April 1st. We had a book signing at Dixie Republic there and Traveler's Rest. And even I forgot how widely reviewed that book actually was there for those first few months. Tom Sunich, uh, Roger Devlin, Remy Tremblay, Sasha Rosmuller, Clyde Wilson, and several others for publications both here and abroad. And uh, it debuted at number nine in the nationalism category. Number uh, 11, I believe, in political science stayed in the top 20 in nationalism uh, at Amazon for uh, three months. So it, um, you know, it did, it did good for the uh, amount of money you could put behind it. And uh, the amount of publicity uh, that it received uh, was, uh, was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to be a part of that project with so many great people, uh, the co-writers of that book, the co-authors, Patrick Martin, I can't name them all, but uh, well, I mean, I can, but uh, Michael Hill, Ann Wilson Smith, Neil Kumar, uh, Rebecca Dillingham, just great, great people, and that was a great experience. So that that was one thing. And uh, then, of course, we had uh, a pretty good speaking tour this year. Uh, Amrin was one of the stops, and, uh, you know, Jared and I were on the road again the very next week, and that led us to uh, traveling down to Selma 
Alabama, and that was uh, you know an experience that spawned not one but two featured pieces at Amrena. See, no one else wants to talk about Selma except <clears throat> on the anniversary of Bloody Sunday, and then they want to have the most superficial investigation or, or commentary on it possible. You and Jared by going down there and with Brad as well. Yeah, sure. And John Friend was there and John yeah. Hill. Yeah, and basically you gave what Paul Harvey used to call the rest of the story. <laughs> and the rest of the story is so much more interesting than that tripe pablum that's normally served up about uh, the righteous and holy Martin Luther King and John Lewis being pummeled by white racists. When you find out who the real bad guys were, it was Martin Luther King and John Lewis. Uh, and the effects of diversity. It's, uh, the main victims of their charade are the black people of Selma. I mean, well, their, their, their town has gone to hell in a handbag. If you go to Amrin.com and put in the search bar there, Selma, Jared did a video on it and then a, an, a, a featured article that doubled as a photo journal. And, yeah, it's just, I mean, whatever a white supremacist is, it would be impossible for he or she to exaggerate the effects of so-called diversity on a town that would match the reality of what they actually are in a place like Selma. The, de the Ku Klux Klan would have had to have dropped a nuclear bomb on Selma to do more damage <laughs> than the leftists of uh, civil rights advocates did. Another thing, we mentioned it uh, again, highlights of the year, picking up the American Free Press column, wrote my first uh, piece for them back in June and have been in every issue since. That's been a lot of fun working with that team and hearing from their readers as it complements the work we do here on the radio program. Losing Twitter, you know, that was a blow, and I don't know if that's a highlight, but it's a memorable moment this year. We had just gotten a million views. I mean, we were really starting to get a lot of uh, – what do they call it there, uh, engagement. Uh, and uh, we had posted uh, some stuff that was getting hundreds of thousands of views and uh, one even a million there right before. Look, but the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, James. <laughs> he took away that, but he gave you American Free Press, and you have a much more intelligent audience at that than the normal people that uh, get into Twitter. And I think you're making a, a, a much you're, you're making a great impact through America. We do America. what we can with what we've got, as we always have. Whatever opportunities and tools are at our uh, availability or are available to us, we do the, what we can with it. And, you know, another thing that I'm proud about this year and every year, Keith, talking about the highlights of uh, 2023 for TPC is just the continued networking that we do with individuals and organizations uh, across the spectrum of our movement. If there's people out there, if there's a guy or a girl out there doing good work, we try to get them on here and promote them and feature them and get them some attention. Working with groups like Antelope Hill, who we've had a close relationship with this year and so many others, uh, really bouncing around. I mentioned the speaking tour, but I think we gave more speeches this year than any other single year. We were really all over the place, and it was the same speech in most of the stops, reasons for optimism, and they are out there. Well, I think that it's important to realize that we are not dividers. We are uniters. We want people joining this movement. We want to uh, promote and encourage people that think like us to really get involved and to show them how they can make the most effect possible out of their activism. This is uh, That's why we opened the show to so many different people because we want to grow this movement. We're not interested in growing our bank account so much as we are growing this movement. And that's what we, I think people in our audience <laughs> know that. 
Well, thank God for that. If we were here to grow our bank accounts, we failed. Uh, but in terms of reaching people in a way, I mean, you just see it here in the sampling of correspondence, reaching people in a way that really improves their lives or brings them something of value and positivity to their lives. Been in the news a lot this year, as every year. SBLC's uh, really uh, refreshed their interest in us. They've been after us all year. That letter to Congress that, that we talked that, about. That, that's a testament to the fact that we're effective. Well, they've always it, been after us. That's not well, new, that, but well, this year. Well, no, what it, what it shows, if you are on their radar, you're on their radar for a purpose. If you're some uh, chattering magpie that, uh, you know, uh, is full of baloney. They're not going to go. They're not going to go after Nick Fuentes and people like this or well, they, they uh, go Ben Shapiro. Me. They are really after us and people like us who are genuine believers in white advocacy and are going to give you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Been in the in in. The, in the, Big publications like Rolling Stone this year, international publications, local news publications, these alternative uh, little newspapers in some of these liberal towns that nobody reads. Big and small, they cover us all. Uh, and then, of course, just, uh, what, a couple of months ago, we celebrated 19 full years on the air. Next year will be year number 20. We, we made it, folks. If we can make it seven more days, we're going to make it to why do we the keep 20th doing year it? on we the can. air. Why do we keep doing it? We do it because we're right. And we know we're right. And there's always an audience for the truth. And uh, then, of course, special programming throughout the year, our Valentine's Day program uh, with uh, the ladies every year, March Around the World, of course, Confederate History Month, as you know, special programming on Easter, Christmas, the 4th of July, and um, a lot of uh, remote broadcast. I think we did probably more remote broadcast this year than any other year. Started it all off on January the 7th of this year, 2023, with Chris Cantwell making his debut appearance. We went straight in after that. Steve King, Lauren Witzke. Steve King made several appearances this year, as did Steve Stockman. Uh, obviously, the usual suspects, and I don't mean that. In a degrading way, I mean, these are our all-stars. These are the people that the show is, these are the foundational pillars. People like uh, Sam Dixon, Mark Weber, Kevin McDonald, Jared Taylor, the, the people that you hear so often on the program, Brad Griffin. Uh, Paul Craig Roberts was back on the show this year. I mean, the March Around the World series this year was, I think, the best we've done. Philip DeWinter and Anko Vandermersch were back, and I saw Keith. You know, you had a picture when they came to visit us in Memphis a few years ago back at See, your house last night. we've stood the test of time. Other people come and go. Well, we've but talked to everybody. All the time. We've the talked is, to everybody. And the reason is our heart's in the right place. We want to see white advocacy grow and flourish. We want the right stuff to come to the top. And I... I I tell you, and we and we don't care whether it's us or someone else. We need our movement yes, to prevail. The cause is bigger than any individual components, and we try to help everybody. And with the helping hand and the sense of cooperation and fellowship, we've really built a lot of bridges and a lot of respect. And it goes both ways. Uh, a lot of first-time guests this year. I think again, another thing: more speeches this year, more speaking appearances, more remote broadcasts. I think we had more first-time guests this year than any uh, year in recent memory. And, and some old friends that haven't been on and in know, a long time, like Gregory getting... Hood, who hit it out of the park in an appearance back in May. I'm just looking through our calendar here. Well, see, that, what Brumolo. you're talking about, all these appearances, that's why the SPLC has renewed interest in you, okay? Because you're effective. Other people fall to infighting. We never indulge in that. See, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson here on the schedule. Obviously, Jose Nino, another new friend. Uh, the last couple of years, Warren Baylock. I see, uh, yeah, I see Warren there. I see three remote broadcasts in about a month there, uh, and two back to back from American Renaissance and the Southern Cultural Center. Uh, Greg Johnson, Virginia Abernathy. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh, Glenn Allen, Ed Bradeau. We had Ed Bradeau and Keith Woods on the same night. I mean, we had Keith Woods on 
the night that he was in the middle of all of that back and forth with Elon Musk, you know, that made such huge news with uh, the hashtag ban the ADL. I mean, we're actually we had Elon Musk on. <laughs> if, if, if action is happening out there, uh, we're likely uh, somewhere around it, if not in the dead center of it. Just go back. We'll post this, folks, on, on the website. We'll do a, a complete accounting of our uh, everybody who made an appearance this year. We'll post it to the website the first week of January. But it has been a phenomenal year. On the air, outside of the studios, 2023, uh, one to remember. But next year is going to be one for the record books, to be sure. We'll be right back. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject from the Spanish Civil War to the funding behind the transgender movement. Antelope Hill publishes books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo and brings real culture to the reading public at an affordable price. If you count yourself as a political dissident, then you owe it to yourself to check out the Antelope Hill catalog with exclusive offerings like Rebel Mountain by Kurt Eggers, a brand new reprint of the infamous You Gentiles by Marie Samuel, and now the treatise of a January 6th prisoner in the American regime. There is something there for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out the complete catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com. That's antelopehillpublishing.com. I'm James Edwards, and I want you to check out antelopehillpublishing.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day Christmas again, everybody. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is hard to believe this is our penultimate broadcast of 2023. One more show, and then we are going to get into a year that no one is likely to forget. 2024 is going to be something as much as we can anticipate it and as much as we can sort of uh, begin to, as we put it before this year, I think you can't see the plunge yet, but you can feel the pull of the waterfall. And uh, next year is... Uh, 
It's going to be something. I mean, I just don't know what else to tell you, but we are going to have a lot of people on next we will, week. As the Chinese curse says, we'll be living in interesting well, times. all been interesting. This is going to be more than that, I Hopefully think. Hopefully it will be good, interesting, and not all bad. And the, uh, the the prospect of what this country looks like a year from now, uh, December 23rd, 2024, who, who's the president? Is Trump in prison? Has there been mass lawlessness with BLM, another pandemic. I mean, it's just really all on the table, and it will start unfolding. This isn't something we're going to have to wait and see for an indefinite future. It's going to start unrolling in in about 10 days. We'll be there, and uh, we'll watch it together. We'll be here with you uh, to endure it and share with it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But returning right now in sort of an uncredited cameo appearance is I just felt we had to have him back on tonight to tell him thank you again. Harry Cooper, the founder and president of Shark Hunters International, sharkhunters.com. Merry Christmas to you, Harry, and welcome back. Merry, for... Merry Christmas, everybody. So I, I'm uncredited, huh? Oh, well, boy, that means, you... that means I don't get that $100,000 check, huh? Yeah, that, that's right, that's right. Not <laughs> yeah, this but, but, but like the old song, we're wild about Harry. Well, no, uh, we're wild about Harry. Well, what it is is, of course, when you're on, you're normally on for an hour, and it's always riveting. But I was talking to you earlier this week about other matters. I was like, you know what, Harry? Uh, we, we got the, the Christmas show this week. We've got all this stuff going on. But if you have the time, could you just give us 10 minutes just to come on? Because I wanted a couple of reasons for that. Number one. I wanted to tell you thank you again for making available to us and to our fundraising incentive uh, that going out all over the, the world to listeners of this program. Uh, these one-of-a-kind, cannot be reproduced, cannot be replicated, uh, the book and the signed photo cards that only we could have gotten from you. And I tell you, anytime uh, it starts to get a little dyna- uh, <laughs> dicey uh, financially around here, we call Harry Cooper and his incentives uh, sort of open up the floodgates. People really, <laughs> really love uh, you, you, what you've got there, Harry, and, and can you tell us why you think that is? I can tell you, and I know you know, but explain <laughs> it to the audience. Why yeah, these particular items? The the great uh, the great uh, bottom line, if you want to call it that, is every single one of these photos is hand signed by one of the veterans. Almost all of them are German veterans. A couple of American and a couple of Brit. Uh, some years ago, this was a suggestion by one of our members, I wrote to all our veteran members, guys from World War II, and I asked them, would they please send me one photo of themselves in uniform? I would make 100 copies of that uh, photo, send the whole works back to them, and they would hand sign each one of the 100 photos and send them all to me. Every one of these great veterans, except for two, said they would do it. The two who said no, one was Otto von Bülow, Knight's Cross with Oak Leaves, commander of U-402, yeah, and a a wonderful gentleman, but he was so crippled up with arthritis he couldn't hold a pen. The other one (laughs) was Captain Hardigan, who was member number 102, and we're up to almost 9,000 now. Uh, sadly, a lot of them are, are gone, but I mean, we're up to eight, almost 9,000. He was number 102, Knight's Cross with Oak Leaf, um, sank the first ship in American waters. He said no. He was done with the war. He wanted people to remember him as a great uh, politician because he was in politics in Germany. And I said, Captain Hardigan, nobody gives a damn about your political career. They want to know about your 
your military career because you're one of a kind. But no, nope, they didn't want to sign anymore. He did sign some prints. We have some fantastic hand-signed fine art prints, signed uh, different ones, signed by Kretschmer, Top, Hardigan, Hess, uh, Tater. Uh, it goes on and on and on. So uh, I'm just putting together the catalog now, which I'm going to send out to everybody at the first of the year. So if any of your listeners want to get one of those uh, uh, catalogs online, just send me uh, an email, sharkhunters at sharkhunters.com. Say you heard us on the show tonight. And I'll, I'll even send you a, a copy of the current magazine at no charge coming by Internet. Folks, so, uh, it's, it's, it's a deal, and you'll want it. And there's so many books and so many products at sharkhunters.com. I mean, last year, of course, our Christmas fundraising drive was such a success when we were offering the U-Boat book that you wrote uh, and edited, uh, Harry, and, and of course, in co uh, cooperation, the, the veterans wrote the chapters, you put them together. And then exactly. uh, this time, uh, not being the submarines, uh, but the Luftwaffe uh, pilots, and this book is just as good. And I, I wanted to read, I, we're, we're already uh, running short on time. You're just coming on for one segment tonight, and I got so many letters like this. This comes from a listener in Texas, and I wanted to read this while you were on the air, Harry. Uh, it writes, mm -hmm. your last interview with Harry Cooper reminded me of a book I read in college called I Flew for the Fuhrer, and uh, it's by a gentleman he lists as Heinz Noke, K-N-O-K-E, who was a Luftwaffe fighter ace. His humanity really Im impacted me and showed me that those men were not the monsters that history portrayed them as. We've talked about that so many For times sure. with you, Harry. But he continues by yeah. writing, My grandfather was a tank commander in the European theater. He greatly respected the Germans and would say, quote, The Germans are like us. We should not have been fighting them, end quote. The next time Mr. Cooper's True. on the show, please ask him if he ever got to meet Hauptmann Noke. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That comes from a listener in Beaumont, Texas. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. K-N-O-K-E, Hauptmann yeah, Noke. Okay, I guess. Kanoke. Okay. No, I have not uh, had the pleasure. I don't know if he even lived through the war because a lot of those guys didn't make it. Um, I did meet a lot of them. Uh, Gunter Rahl, the third most successful fighter pilot ever in history with 275 confirmed. I spent a day with him in his house. Uh, the other one's uh, uh, Booby Hartman, the, the top fighter pilot ever in history, was a member, and we wrote back and forth. 352 confirmed kills, and he never lost huh. a wingman. That's a guy so, you can win with. That's a guy you want to go into battle with. And it's just, yeah, I, I, just I, I, follow him around. <laughs> he almost took out, he almost won the war by himself. But no, yeah. listen, uh, Harry, I got so many letters like that, and then seeing people from uh, Brazil throughout the United States who who go to mm -hmm. these custom uh, framers and 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 get not just something off the shelf but something custom made uh, to showcase these uh, these hand signed photos I, I just want you to know how much I appreciate it how much the audience appreciates it the links to the, to which they go after they receive these gifts to showcase them to preserve them 
And and the fact that a lot of people have written in really that I, th- I think what they're saying is it strikes at the entire mission of Shark Hunters and what your life's work has been to bring these people together without propaganda yeah. and let the truth be told. And you've really been a catalyst. Exactly. Without propaganda. That's the key thing. And uh, our mission is to bring former enemies together as friends. And as I told you, I think on one show, we did something that uh, nobody, nobody could have done at one of our gatherings. Con- it's a convention, but we call them patrols in uh, uh, Daytona Beach. The third most successful submarine commander ever. Well, in, in World War II, I'm sorry, Erich Top, and the last comm sub of the Soviet Navy, Lev Davidovich Chernevin. Those guys shook hands with one another at my dinner table. Who else could have done it? I'm not trying to pat myself nobody. on the back. But, yeah, nobody See, else could have. Well, this is what our mission is, okay? Like you, we're here to build bridges and bring white people together. As far as I know, there weren't any black submarine commanders or German aces in World War II. Like, for example, my friend Mike Johnson and stuff like this, white people need to wake up and stop fighting one another and realize that the rest of the world is gunning for us and we need to join hands with one another. And no other group does that on a practical basis quite like (laughs) you do, Harry. You have to under, well, thank you. You have to understand the uh, the infighting in amongst our own self. That's all controlled, orchestrated, and gasoline poured on the fire by the liberals, lunatics like uh, those, yeah, like those people on the view and and nutcases and uh, uh, everybody, you know. Well, see, all of you these get mad at somebody, call they call you a Nazi, or they call you a, 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 a whatever, a, a, an Israelophobe or something like that. I'm not well, afraid we'll of anything. I don't hate anybody. I don't even hate the two guys that killed my son. God will get them, but I don't hate them. And maybe mm-hmm. God will put them in my gun sight one of these days. I'm only well, kidding see, if any of the laws listening. Yeah, but what, what I'm uh, – the point I'm making is that everything – that they do to try to set whites against other whites or to make whites feel Mm. bad and diminished is gaslighting, like that classic movie from 1944 with Charles Boyer and uh, Ingrid Bergman. Basically, it's making innocent people feel guilty. We don't need to feel guilty, and Germans don't need to feel guilty. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Keith, I'm glad you brought that up because that's another thing that Harry, part of Harry's mission statement at SharkHunters.com is to restore the dignity of these proud warriors. And by the way, you asking that or making that comment, rather, Keith, reminded me of the fact that the Barnes Review will soon have a uh, lengthy featured interview with Harry Cooper, a nice Q&A if you're a subscriber to the Barnes Review. If you're not, get it. It'll be coming out, I believe, in the spring issue. Uh, or maybe it's the summer issue coming out in May, I think, April, May. Anyway, uh, that'll be coming up. Harry, again, thank you, my friend. Merry Christmas. God bless you and your family, your son, your daughter, your wife. And your organization. And your organization. And thank you for giving us an opportunity to have two very successful fundraising drives. Last Christmas and this Christmas would not have happened without you, and it really goes a long way to shoring up the operation here. You're a big part of it. It shows how popular your vision is. It is. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. And uh, Shark Hunters at sharkhunters.com. And uh, I'll answer the emails. Thank you, Harry. God bless you. We'll be back.